Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, which will be my special birthday episode, we will do a player spotlight on the late, great Bob Lanier. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, so been a bit of a hiatus there, but we're back um, giving you my special birthday edition. By the time this drops, I would have had a birthday there. So, um, yeah, so I'll be celebrating and all that kind of stuff. So in any event, let's get into it. This episode actually is going to be a player spotlight on a player who just passed away a couple of weeks ago. The great Bob Lanier. So we're going to highlight the career of Robert Jerry Lanier Jr. Otherwise known as Bob Lanier. So let's get into it. Bob was born September 10th, 1948 in Buffalo, New York. Um, Buffalo, New York right now. In the news for the wrong reasons uh condolences to all those that lost loved ones in that horrific uh shooting at the supermarket there um tops so uh condolences there but nonetheless this is the town that bob lanier is from buffalo new york uh his parents robert senior and nanette so uh, those are his parents there. Bob tr- tried out for the grammar school basketball team at the time, but he was told his feet were too big for him to be successful as a player. Could you imagine being told that at the tender age of 11, um, he was told his feet were too big. And as an 11-year-old, he had a foot size of 11. So, so, uh, not, not given the, uh, easy go of it, that's for sure. And then by the age of 16 and Bob at the time was six foot five, he did not make the varsity team, um, while he attended Bennett high school, which was in Buffalo as a sophomore. So what Bob did was. He instead joined the boys club where he practiced and worked on his game uh, constantly. So by his junior year, he tried out and yes, he made the team under the coaching of Fred uh, Schwepker. That was his bio teacher, actually, uh, who was. who's uh, also doubled as the basketball coach at the time. And in his junior year, he made the all-city team um, that year um, and also won the city title for Buffalo. Uh, He averaged 21.5 points per game. As a senior, Bob would then become all-Western New York State on the all-Western New York State team, and he won the Buffalo City title 
yet again. Uh, with a 25 point per game average. Uh, and this happened in 1966. So Bob getting it done uh, as a senior as well. And then uh, he was recruited by over 100 colleges. And he was actually rejected by his first choice, Canisius College, which was in Buffalo. So it would have been close in proximity. So uh, he wanted to stay close to home, close to his family. But because of his grades, his grades weren't the greatest but, you know, they were fine, but um, but they weren't the greatest at the time. So he was unable to go to his first choice of school. So he instead went with his second choice, which was St. Bonaventure. Now, St. Bonaventure was about 90 minutes away from home. So, um, yeah, so this... You know, it's not in Buffalo per se, but, uh, you know, close enough for him to go back and forth and close enough also for his parents to attend his games, which they did. Uh, his coach, Larry Weiss, uh, knew that the competition to secure Bob was fierce, but he knew he had an advantage in terms of the proximity, as I said. And the fact that his parents could see him play. And like I also mentioned. So so uh, that gave him a heads. Like a more of a heads up on the other colleges recruiting him. So uh, he took advantage of that. And he landed the player that he wanted in Bob Lanier. Uh, while in college, Bob actually made himself into a much better student than he was in college. In fact, he ended up graduating with a business administration degree uh, once he finished his four years there. While not allowed to play on the varsity team until sophomore year, they had that rule in place at the time um, where freshmen couldn't play on the varsity team until sophomore year um Lou Alcinder otherwise known as Kareem he went through it and all the a lot of the other guys as well so it during the, those times so Bob ended up playing with the freshman team instead um and playing with the freshman team it was only 15 games but he averaged 30 points per game so he was definitely fine-tuning his skills for when it was time for him to move up to the varsity team. So, upon the next year, his sophomore year, uh, he did play with the varsity team. He made an impact right from the start as a sophomore. Uh, the team that season went 26-0 during the regular season, and they ended up ranked third in the country behind Bob's 26.2 points per game and 15.6 rebounds. So, uh, so they made the tournament. They got into the 1968 
NCAA tournament. At the time, there was only 23 schools that participated in the tournament, unlike today with Jeff. 68 teams. Duh. So, um, so what ended up happening um, during that tournament? Uh, St. Bonaventure beat Boston College, who was coached at the time by the legendary Bob Cousy of Celtic fame. Uh, they beat them 102 to 93 in that game. Bob Lanier scores 32 points and 15 rebounds. But in the next round, they lost to University of North Carolina, 91-72, and which was the East Regional Semis. And in that game, Bob had 23 points and 9 rebounds. So, so after his sophomore year, he was named to the second team, the second team, uh, All-American team, second team. Uh, first team, um, being that Bob Lanier was a center, first team was, of course, Lou Alcindor, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar of UCLA. So, And then his junior year, they only had a 17-7 and record overall. Bob... For that team, he scored 27.3 points per game and 15.6 rebounds. So he, uh, so he pretty much uh, gets the same type of rebound numbers as he got as a sophomore. And in that year, he actually scored a school record 51 points against Seton Hall. Uh, and then again, he was named to the all-American team, but the second team, of course, Lou Alcindor being on the first. After his junior year at St. Bonaventure's, Bob was contacted by the ABA's New York Nets team to leave school and sign with them. They actually offered him a $1.2 million contract, uh, of which Bob turned turned it down uh he did that um first of all he talked with his parents about it his dad was adamant about him staying in school and also the fact that bob felt that his saint bonaventure team had a real shot at winning the ncaa tournament so so bob returns for his senior year and in the senior year, St. Bonaventure would finish 25-1 and in the regular season. With Bob surpassing his, his uh, sophomore numbers with, well, his junior numbers with 29.2 points per game and 16 rebounds. He, the team made the tournament. Um, this time it was 25 teams in the tournament. And this is in 1970. And in that tournament, they beat Davidson 80-72. to Bob Lanier would score 28 points and 15 rebounds in that game. And they then they go on to beat NC State 80-68. to Bob Lanier, 24 points, 19 rebounds. And then Villanova, 
uh, they beat crushed Villanova 97 to uh, to 74 and in that game Bob Lanier has 26 points 14 rebounds but it ends up being a costly win the St. Bonaventure does advance to the NCAA Final Four but actually Bob injured his knee towards the end of that Villanova game when he collides with uh, Villanova's guard Chris Ford so so uh he tears up his knee. Uh, St. Bonaventure would go on to the Final Four and lose to Jackson University, who was led by Artis Gilmore, and they would lose that 91-83. to So uh, that ends the NCAA title hopes for St. Bonaventure and leaves Bob Lanier with a torn-up knee. So... Uh, he actually ends up finally making the All-American team as the first team center this time because it's one year after Luau Sanders gets drafted and heads to the NBA. So he finally gets his day in the sun in that regard. So Bob, well, I'll talk about his career numbers at St. Bonaventure later. So... So as Bob recovers, excuse the page turning, uh, recovers from knee surgery, he was selected number one overall in the 1970 draft by the Detroit Pistons. So the Pistons had no reservations about drafting drafting Bob. They figured he, you know, uh, the knee injury, knee injury he should be able to overcome. So. So, and in Bob pushing himself, uh, he end, ended up playing as a rookie, even though he probably should have sat the season out with that knee injury. But back in those times, you know, it was kind of frowned upon a guy, you know, sitting out with an injury, you know, how, no matter how severe it uh, may be. You know, there's always kind of a press on, especially a first overall pick to play. So he ended up playing. He made the all-rookie team, and uh, his average was 15.6 points per game, a little over eight rebounds, and uh, the team actually finished 45 and 37, which was a 14-game improvement from the previous season. So Bob Lanier making an immediate impact as a rookie. So in his second year in the league, he followed that up with a career high 25.7 points per game, along with 14.2 rebounds. And he ends up making the all-star team. Now his next seven seasons in Detroit, uh, his score average would would not go any lower than 21.3 points per game, and his rebounds um, were uh, 11 11 rebounds or more in six seasons, thus making the All Star team in all but one season 
with the Pistons. During his stay with the Pistons, though, he would um, have his share of coaches, quite a few. Uh, in his 10 years there, he would have eight different coaches with their best season coming in 1973-74 season with Ray Scott, where they finished uh, 52-30. and 30. Uh, So... He only had the one uh, prior to his uh, fre- his uh, rookie season. He had the one really solid year record-wise in 1973-74. So, but nonetheless, it was a revolving door for coaches. Even had, at one point, Earl Loy, who was one of the early black pioneers of the NBA, and also... Dick Vitale for a brief time as well, so uh, among the coaches that he had, so and actually his first coach in the league was Butch Van Brindikoff yeah, so um, so with that said in 1990 1979 80 season uh, Bob would be dealt to Milwaukee for Kent Benson and the 1980 first round pick. Uh, um, so for Milwaukee, which ends up being Larry Drew. So um, so Bob Lanier uh, dealt to the Milwaukee Bucks, who <clears throat> who needed a center. Um, after uh, having uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar there, otherwise known as Lou Alcindor, and he gets dealt uh, west to the L.A. Lakers. Uh, Milwaukee didn't really have an inside presence. So in comes Bob Lanier. <clears throat> and he, in the five years that he spends with the Bucks, they... In all of those seasons, they led the Midwest Division uh, each year he was there. So, under the coaching of Don Nelson at the time. And those teams were pretty loaded, actually. Um, They had the likes of Sidney Moncrief, Marcus Johnson, Junior Bridgman, uh, uh, aging Dave Cowens, Quinn Buckner, also on that team so um, pretty solid teams and with the reduced minutes with his new team uh, Bob was very effective in the limited minutes that he was given so uh, in fact they reached the Eastern Conference Finals twice in those five years Um, and then uh, he ends up retiring in after the 1983-84 season because of the reoccurring knee problems. You know, he when he entered the league, he had knee problems, and then he would uh, those would flare up during his time with the Pistons, and then um, to a lesser degree with the Milwaukee Bucks. But uh, nonetheless, because of the problems and the 
different surgeries he had over the years. Um, he <clears throat> ends up retiring. And he retires without winning a championship. Um, um, leading many people to call him the Ernie Banks of the NBA. Um, so, as we know, Ernie Banks, baseball player, uh, plays all those years with the Cubs and doesn't win. So, And Bob, for the most part, was pretty much a gentleman on the court. He only lost his school twice. Uh, once while he was in Detroit um, playing the Atlanta Hawks, he would uh, pretty much knock out uh, Bob Christian. And then, um, then while he was with Milwaukee, he uh, broke Bill Lane Beer's nose in 1983. Uh, he's <laughs> he's among uh, many who've taken their share of swings at uh, Bill Lane Beer. That's for sure. So. So, post-basketball, thanks to his business acumen, uh, being that he ended up graduating with his business uh, administration degree, uh, he begins an advertising promotion business, uh, which was called BL Enterprises Incorporated. And in this business, they sold t-shirts, coffee mugs, umbrellas, so forth. And this was in 1985. He invested 50 mil, not 50. He invested $50,000 into um, the business, and his total sales ends up being two million. So uh, Bob knowing how to turn a profit. So, uh, and then also. As a player, he was always active in the community in which he played, whether he was in Detroit, whether he was in Milwaukee, he was always involved in the community. He was instrumental in starting the Stay in School program, uh, which focuses on middle schoolers advancing to high school. So, um, so Bob Lanier uh, putting in the work. He also did color commentary for national NBA games during his time as well. Uh, he left that position, um, which was as a chairman and a spokesman uh, with the Stay in School program, which they later named Read to Achieve, uh, to become the assistant coach with the Golden State Warriors. And this was during... Don Nelson's time there because he had left the Bucks and he moved, uh, moved on to the Golden State Warriors. And then, because um, he, he came in in 1994, and then he became actually the interim coach during the 1994-95 season after Don Nelson left due to personal reasons. So, uh in those 37 games that he coached, uh, the team went 12 and 25. So, uh, and then once Don Nelson left, in comes Rick Adelman, who was hired as a coach, and he decided to retain Bob Lanier as one of his assistant 
uh, coaches. But not too long after, Bob left and got a new role as a special assistant to the commissioner. So uh, he worked closely with the commissioner there. And then starting from 2005 to the present, he became the NBA CARES Global Ambassador, working with a number of countries, uh, working with the likes of the Kimbe Mutombo, who was doing his work out there in Africa. So, And then Bob continued to work with programs helping the youth, including educational, health-related, and family developmental causes so and then uh fatefully bob lanier dies uh, may 11th uh 2022 like i said uh, a couple of weeks ago so after a brief illness so so let's go over bob's accolade shall we so uh while he was at St. Bonaventure, his career average there was 27.6 points per game, 15.7 rebounds. He shot it in his career over 57% from the field, and that was in 75 games played. While there, he was a three-time Converse All-American uh, twice second team, as I mentioned, and then one first team. Uh, he was inducted into the St. Bonaventure Athletics Hall of Fame in 1975. And then later, his, jersey, his number 31 jersey was retired and hung in the rafters at St. Bonaventure. During his NBA career, he spent 10 seasons with the Detroit Pistons, played in 681 games. He averaged 22.7 points per game, 11.8 rebounds, 3.3 assists, 2 blocks, uh, a little over a steal per game, 50.8% from the field, 775 from the free throw line. And then in his five seasons with Milwaukee, with lesser minutes, he, he played, ended up playing 278 games, 13.5 points per game, nearly six rebounds, 2.7 assists, nearly a block per game, and a steal per game. And he shot it 54.1% from the field, 73.6 from the free throw line. Uh... He was an eight-time All-Star. Once he was named All-Star MVP. And he also made the All-Rookie First Team as well. Bob also won the J. Walter Kenny Citizenship Award for Outstanding Community Service. And he won that in 1978. The YMCA presented him with the Jackie Robinson Award uh, for service to youth, good citizenship, and leadership, and he won that in 1981. He also won the Oscar Robinson Leadership Award, and he won that in 19, 
1984. He was inducted into the Greater Buffalo Sports Hall of Fame in 1991. His jersey for the Milwaukee Bucks, his number 16 jersey, was retired in 1984. And then his uh, number 16 Piston jersey was retired in 1993. He was inducted into the ba Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame in 1992. He was given the Congressional Horizon and Leadership Award uh, in 2000, and that's given for exceptional impact of America's young people. So once again, he's affecting the lives of the young people around him. He gets inducted into the College Basketball Hall of Fame in 19, no, no, in 2006. And then he was given the National Civil Rights Museum Sports Legacy Award in 2007. And that is for his significant contribution to civil and human rights internationally. Uh, much in the spirit of Martin Luther King. So, so he got that prestigious award. And then the basketball court at St. Bonaventure's University was renamed in honor of Bob Lanier. Uh, it's called the Bob Lanier Court in Raleigh Center Arena. And uh, let let me just read the state the press release that St. Bonaventure, uh, their athletic department would put out. Bob Lanier elevated and already established St. Bonaventure basketball program to the next level is and is an ideal ambassador of the sport. When we were thinking of names of the court, he was the obvious choice in a perfect fit. So, uh, so that's just uh, goes to show you how much they revered Bob Lanier at St. Bon Bonaventure. And then he would be named the co-recipient of the Manny Jackson Basketball's Human Spirit Award. And of course, Manny Jackson, a player who would later become a chairman and owner of the Harlem Globetrotters. So, and this award recognizing his passion for the game of basketball and his continued commitment to community service and this award he got in 2009 so so uh many accolades for the late great bob lanier now for uh for the statements that um those put out after his passing um let's start with the commissioner Adam Silver. He issued the following statement. Bob Lanier was a Hall of Fame player and among the most talented centers in the history of the NBA, but his impact on the league went far beyond what he accomplished on the court. For more than 30 years, Bob served as our global ambassador and as a special assistant to David Stern and then me traveling the world to teach the game's values and make a positive impact on young people everywhere. It was a labor of love for Bob. 
who was one of the kindest and most genuine per people I have ever been around. His enormous influence on the NBA is also seen during his time as president of the National Basketball Players Association, where he played a key role in negotiating a game-changing collective bargaining agreement. I have I've learned so much from Bob by simply watching how he connects with people. He was a close friend who I will dearly miss, as will so many of his colleagues across the NBA who were inspired by his generosity. We send our deepest condolences to Bob's family and friends. So that's the statement from David Stern. Now for the Pistons owner, Tom Gore's official statement. The Detroit Piston organization is deeply saddened by the passing of Bob Lanier, a true legend who meant so much to the city of Detroit and to generations of Piston fans. As fierce and dominant as Bob was on the court, he was equally kind and impactful in the community. An ambassador for both the Pistons organization and the NBA, he represented our league, our franchise, and our fans with great passion and integrity. We extend our heartfelt condolences to Bob's family and friends. And now a few Twitter uh, statements here uh, from the NBA alumni's page on Twitter. The basketball community has lost a legend. Our hearts are with the, the family, friends, and fans of Bob Lanier. Hashtag legends forever. So, St. Bonaventure's Athletics uh, has a Twitter page, and it says, Today, Bonnies everywhere mourn the passing of Bob Lanier, a legendary Bonnies men's basketball and NBA star. Bob's contributions to St. Bonaventure's cannot be measured, and he will be forever. He will forever be loved. Now, this is from Peter Vesey, a longtime basketball journalist for several publications. This is from his Twitter page. Oh, no, I just saw Bob Lanier. 73 passed. Yet another former NBA center who died far too young. I have so many good memories of him as a great college and pro player and brutally honest talks we shared over many decades. Love to everyone who had an affection and connection to Bob. So, Peter Vesey writing that. Mark Stein, longtime basketball journalist for ESPN and for other uh, publications. His Twitter page, he says, we lost, We've lost one of the true literal giants of the sport. Hall of Fame center Bob Lanier was one of the pillars of the 70s and 80s NBA. One of the most foremost lefties ever and will be missed tremendously after working in the league long after he stopped playing. Hashtag RIP. Bob Ryan, longtime journalist with the Boston Herald from his Twitter page. 
R.I.P. Bob Lanier, the most extraordinarily graceful man of great size who ever played in the NBA. And there will always be the great big if. Could bon St. Bonaventure have won the, the 1970 NCAA title if he had, hadn't been injured in the regional finals? It's entirely possible. So even Bob Ryan asked the question uh, whether they could have won it that year. Dick Vitale, longtime uh, college basketball analyst and former coach of Bob Lanier while he was with the Pistons from his t Twitter page. Last time I saw Pistons superstar Bob Lanier was several years ago when he spent the weekend at my house as he attended my gala. We had so much fun together over the years in Motown. I can't sleep thinking about those memories. Rest in peace, Bob. Love you, big guy. So that's from Dick Vitale. Mike Greenberg, a.k.a. Greeny, a former Chicago journalist, radio and TV personality. Uh, of course, he's now on Get Up from his Twitter page. It's a sad day for all of us who grew up in the 70s, where the centers were the biggest stars. Bob Lanier was an NBA giant, big and tough, and with a smooth jumper in that lefty hook shot, and a gentleman's gentleman off the court. So, that's from Mike Greenberg. Sporting news statement from, and this actually is from April 1st, 1978. Most NBA people put Bob Lanier on a par with Bill Walton and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as a true as the truly dominant big men in professional basketball. So, uh, Bob Lanier put up there with the well, Bill Walton at the time was one of the dominant centers uh, of his time during that period. So, uh, so that's a statement from. Sporting news back in 1978. So, so that's all the statements there, guys. So, again, we lose uh, not just a great basketball player, but someone who embodied what the NBA is all about. From his tireless work in the community to many other efforts. We salute you, Bob. <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. We salute you, and you will be dearly missed by family, friends, and those close to you. So, we salute you, Bob, and may you sleep in power. So, all right, guys. So, I'm going to cut it off there. Um, probably next time I, you'll hear from me, Ivor, I did want to start talking about the NBA draft a little bit, kind of get into that a little bit. They did have the combine recently, uh, a lot of good news for some players coming out of that, uh, some bad news for some. Uh, also, we're coming up on the, well, we're halfway through the East and West Conference Finals, so 
so be probably a little bit before I get to review that. So I probably want to tackle, like I said, the NBA draft. Just do a little talk, preliminary talks about that. So uh, that'll probably be my next, the next route I want to take. Also, WNBA, like I said, probably want to get a few more games in before I talk about that. Already had a firing in the WNBA. Uh, Marianne Stanley for the Indiana Fever out. So um, so that bears some watching, of course. But uh, right now the hot team is the Las Vegas Aces and the Connecticut Suns. So uh, probably want to dedicate at least a episode or a segment to the WNBA, which I'll probably do so. In any event, all right, guys, so I'm signing off. Uh, once again, I thank you for listening. Much appreciated to those that are sticking with these this uh, podcast. Much appreciated, and we'll talk soon. All right, take care. Be safe. So, my peeps, if you like what you're listening to, you can go to my website, www. All things basketball with GD.com. You can also email me at that sports GD at gmail.com. To support this podcast, you can go to my PayPal, and that email is that sports GD at gmail.com. Also, on my anchor page, I have a support button there that you can also use to help the podcast. I'm on all the major platforms like Anchor, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, Amazon, SoundCloud, YouTube, CastBox, Radio Public, Podchaser, just to name a few. And also you can find me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Clubhouse, and Fanbase. So... Once again, I thank you for listening and supporting this podcast and take care and be safe.